ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया ओम नमो भगवते a sincere student should not neglect the discussion of such discussions, such conclusions, considering them controversial, for such discussions strengthen the mind. Thus one's mind becomes attached to Sri Krishna. Report. There are many students who, in spite of reading the Bhagavad Gita, misunderstand Krishna because of imperfect knowledge and conclude him to be an ordinary historical personality. This one must not do. One should be particularly careful to understand the truth about Krishna. If because of laziness one does not come to know Krishna conclusively, one will be misguided about the cult of devotion like those who declare themselves advanced devotees and imitate the transcendental symptoms sometimes observed in, observed in liberated souls. Although the use of thoughts and arguments is a most suitable process for inducing an uninitiated person to become a devotee, neophytes in devotional service must always alertly understand Krishna through the vision of the revealed scriptures, the bona fide devotees and the spiritual master. Unless one hears about Sri Krishna from such authorities, one cannot make advancement in devotion to Sri Krishna. The revealed scriptures mention nine means of attaining devotional service, of which the first and foremost is hearing from authority. The seed of devotion cannot sprout unless watered by the process of hearing and chanting. One should submissively receive the transcendental messages from spiritually advanced sources and chant the very same messages for one's own benefit as well as the benefit of one's audience. When Brahma described the situation of pure devotees from the culture of empiric philosophy and fruitive actions, he recommended the process of hearing from persons who are on the path of devotion. Following in the footsteps of such liberated souls who are able to vibrate real transcendental sound can lead one to the highest stage of devotion and thus one can become a Mahabhagavat. From the teachings of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to Sanatana Goswami, we learn Shastra Jukte Shunipun Drira Shraddhaja Uttamadhikari Shaitaraye Shamsha A person who is expert in understanding the conclusion of the revealed scriptures and who fully surrenders to the cause of the Lord is actually able to deliver others from the clutches of material existence. Srila Rupa Goswami in his, in his Upadesha Amrita advises that to make rapid advancement in the cult of devotional service one should be very active and should persevere in executing the duties specified in the revealed scriptures and confirmed by the spiritual master, accepting the path of liberated souls and the association of pure devotees, enriches such activities. Imitation devotees who wish to advertise themselves as elevated Vaishnavas and who therefore imitate, imitate the previous Acharyas but do not follow them in principle, are condemned in the words of Srimad Bhagavatam as stone-hearted. Srila Vishnath Chakravad Thakur has commented on their stone-hearted condition as follows. Bahirashru Pulakayo Satorapi Yad Dridhayam 
Now we created tad ashma saram iti kanisht adhikarinam eva ashru pulokade matve pi ashma saram ridhyatea nindaisha. Those who shed tears by practice but whose hearts have not changed are to be known as stone-hearted devotees of the lowest grade. Their imitation crying in, induced by artificial practice is always condemned. The desired change of heart referred to above is visible in the reluctance to do anything not congenial to the devotional way. To create such a change of heart, conclusive discussion about Sri Krishna and his potencies is absolutely necessary. False devotees may think that simply shedding tears will lead one to the transcendental plane, even if one has not had a factual change in heart. But such a practice is useless if there is no transcendental realization. False devotees lacking the conclusion of transcendental knowledge think that artificially shedding tears will deliver them. Similarly, other false devotees think that studying books of the previous acharyas is unadvisable like studying dry empiric philosophies. But, Srila Jiva Goswami, following the previous Acharyas, has inculcated the conclusions of the scriptures in this sixth thesis called the Shatshandharvas. False devotees who have very little knowledge of such conclusions fail to achieve pure devotion for want of zeal in accepting the favorable directions for devotional service given by self-realized devotees. Such false devotees are like impersonalists who also consider devotional service no better than ordinary fruitive actions. Shidhanta Baliya Chittena Kara Alash Iha Hoite Krishna Lage Sudira Manash. This is a very important statement of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is uh, essential for our progress in Krishna consciousness. There is no progress unless one accepts this process of not being lazy in the matter of understanding what is Siddhanta, what is the conclusion of Shastra, what is, what is the point to be understood from Shastra. In the purport, which follows the purport of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Sasvatthakur Anubhasha, there's much discussion of false devotees who shed tears and falsely show ecstatic symptoms. But it's not real. It's a show. It's a strange thing that, a strange phenomena that in Bengal, where the cult of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, has been widely spread. So, uh, people have heard the descriptions of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's ecstasy. So, that is, uh, where the cult is widely spread, then to be a devotee is quite common. And one is considered a better devotee. There's, there's, Kanishta, Madhyam and Uttam stages of devotion. Kanishta means beginning stage or not very advanced stage. Then Madhyam means middle stage and Uttam means topmost stage. So in materialistic consciousness, everyone wants to show I'm the best. 
So when a materialistic consciousness is brought into devotional service, then we like to show I'm the best. So some falling on the ground, tears from the eyes, and people think, oh, very advanced devotee. And because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu stressed so much that humility is necessary for a Vaishnava, therefore, many people, they make a show of being humble so that people will praise that you're a great devotee. <laughs> it's all done for the sake of praise. But actually, they're not at all humble. They want to be praised. But their show is that We don't see much of this in the modern Krishna conscious movement spread all over the world. We don't have many cases of devotees imitating ecstatic <coughs> symptoms. But the point is still there, that the change of heart, Prabhupada uses this term, change of heart is required. And what is this change of heart? The change of heart is visible in the reluctance to do anything not congenial to the devotional way. I was discussing this yesterday, how some devotees, I guess you could say, those who are Kanishta Adhikari, but almost in the platform of Matiya Na Krishna, that they don't want to be Krishna conscious. They're determined not to be. Say that, well, it's all right whatever you do. It's all right if you, you, you as long as you're initiated and you're, you're following the four regular principles just about, maybe, we hope so. At least that no one sees if you're not following them. Then you're a devotee. And it's and you shouldn't judge like the Sahajiyas in Bengali say that you should a big Tulsi leaf and a small Tulsi leaf it's all the, they're just as pure so whether you do a, whether you're following all the rules or not all the rules it's all the same it's not at all what's the similarity where what what's the what is the similar how do the two things link? I, I don't follow that, but that's an example they give. So, nowadays in the Western world, uh, they've introduced this idea, don't be judgmental. You shouldn't judge anyone. Whatever you do, whatever anyone else does, you don't judge. Just as long as no one does any harm to anyone else, then don't judge. And if someone... If they run off with someone else's wife, then it's their private affair. It's nothing. Even if he's devoted. This is all modern ideas. That this is not Vedic culture. Vedic culture is Yashastra Vidimutrija Vartate Kama Karataha Nasa Siddhimavarnoti Nasukam Naparam That one cannot attain any perfection or happiness. Hmm, what is it? Nasuna or the supreme destination, if one acts whimsically, not according to the Shastra. Therefore, tasmat, shastram pramanante, karya karya vidhant. That's all. 
Therefore, one knowing what is the Shastra, one should act accordingly within this world. So Shastra means that there is Shastra Vidhi. What are the rules and regulations of Shastra? That is one level of understanding Shastra. And here, even more important to understand what is Siddhanta. Siddhanta means why? The answer to the question why? Why? What's what's everything all about? What are we what is reality? What are we doing here? Why is there suffering? How to get free? The answer that is Siddhanta. And Bhakti Siddhanta is to understand Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead and we are all his servants and we are supposed to serve him. Anukul Yasya Sankalpa, Pratikul Yasya Varjana. Everything should be done for his satisfaction and uh, everything, every, all activities should be undertaken that are favorable for advancing in devotional life and those and all thoughts, activities, words which are unfavorable to that are to be given up. That is the, and, and accepting this principle is the change of heart. So, if one doesn't have that change of heart, then in the name of bhakti, he'll introduce an opasiddhanta, or not bhakti siddhanta not the actual siddhanta or proper understanding, but opposite that, well, everything's okay. Whatever you do, it's all all right because Krishna loves his devotees. Krishna is very merciful. In Bengal, if, if you ask people, well, you're, you're supposed to be a devotee. It's not uncommon in Bengal that people are initiated by a, by a family guru and they have neck beads and they tilak and they chant they in kirtan and jumping up and down very ecstatically and then they'll go home and eat fish they might even offer it it depends which bogus sampradaya they're in <laughs> mostly they have separate kitchens one for the deities and one for the family because they know Krishna doesn't eat fish but and there is one sampradaya that offers fish with tulsi. But mostly they keep a separate kitchen because, you know, they're, yeah, they're more, yeah. The, the richer people, they have separate kitchens. Yeah, yeah. They have separate kitchens. And you may say, I'm, I'm vegetarian, mostly. Just little fish. Or sometimes they say, yeah. Never eat any mutton, chicken, eggs, nothing. I don't mention fish. <laughs> so, but then they, they in, to justify their sense gratification, they, they invent, they change the philosophy somewhat. It's not, it's a lack of sincerity to do so because they want the, they want to be considered devotees or they, they maybe have some, some. Culturally, they're brought up in that culture. They feel like that for for whatever reason. They may have some kind of attraction to Krishna consciousness. At the same time, they're not serious to surrender to Krishna, so they invent some other philosophy. And if one is not 
serious to understand Krishna, then he must, he cannot understand this philosophy. It's not possible. If you have Anya Abhilash, if one is cultivating other desires, then those to surrender to Krishna. It's not possible. You may think you understand, you can even argue that yes, it should be like this. And they'll make so many arguments that yes, we're, we have to eat chocolate because time, place and circumstance, for instance. It's why, why don't you just say, I'm in Maya? And get out of it. It's better to say, I'm in, I'm in, yes, it's wrong, and I'm in Maya. Like you're saying, they're, they're honest, they're saying that we eat chocolate. But that's not a good platform. To be honest, yes, I'm in Maya, and I eat chocolate. And I'm going to go on being in Maya, I'm determined. I shall, I shall be in Maya. Matiya na Krishna paratasvatova. Such people, they will not become Krishna conscious by their own efforts, because they've decided I'm going to be not Krishna conscious, or partially Krishna conscious, which is not really Krishna conscious. Or, no one shall convince me, I'm determined, I don't care what anyone says, I'm just going to do what I like. And so here in India you often hear people say that, well, I will take up bhakti when, when Krishna tells me. He's already telling you, you rascal, through Bhagavad Gita. You want him to come and personally tell you? Who do you think you are? When Krishna inspires me. Now, these are all rascal interpretations. Sometimes we, we, I've just been talking about people who are not practicing very strictly. And they, they, they make their somewhat devotees as... Vishnu Chakravar Thakur says they're Kanishta Dikari, so they're somewhat devotees. But he also says, Ashmasara Hridiyataya Nindaisha, their, their stone-heartedness is abominable, condemned, Prabhupada says, condemned. Tadashmasaram Hridayam Bhatedam Nagrihyamana even after chanting the holy names, their, their heart doesn't change. The heart remains hard. It doesn't become soft. The heart remains hard. It means one is, it remains attached to pratiku, that which is against our own self-interest, that which is against the principle of devotional service. So that's one kind of Kanishta Adhikari. Another kind, you'll sometimes find people who are practicing very seriously. But their Siddhanta, their understanding is quite wrong. Someone recently, I asked them to do some research for me in Vrindavan. This book I've been writing is, is so much discussion of different upper sampradayas and this and that. So I sent someone to do some research in Vrindavan and to meet some group and what, what do they actually believe because we're getting different reports that was different I sent you a Navadweep that was a different one so I got the report well they appear to be very serious sadhaks they are they may be seriously following their sadhana but it's based on misunderstanding so it's, it's not going to have the same result just like we were reading 
uh, you get one result from activities from the culture of knowledge and a, diff- and a different result from the culture of nescience. Now I gave the example that you get a, one result from pouring petrol in the fire, another result from pouring smoke in the fire. But actually, this this is more subtle, the culture of knowledge and the culture of nescience. So you may, you may get a different result from doing the same thing also, depending on the consciousness with which it's, with which it's done. On the gross platform, that's not true. If you pour petrol in the fire, then it blazes up. But in the matter of spiritual matters, then the con- what is the consciousness that we're doing? And that is most important. How do we how we perform our bhakti or how we approach Krishna? That Krishna reciprocates accordingly. Someone is offering fruit, flower, leaf and water to Krishna and Krishna gives them, takes them back to Godhead. And someone else is doing that and Krishna kills them. Jarasandha was worshipping Vishnu. And, but Krishna, when he personally came, he, he saw this, I'm worshipping Vishnu, Shalagram, stone. When Krishna personally came, he hated him. So, he, what was his, where was his bhakti? He's worshipping Vishnu, but where is the bhakti? One temple I saw, in that temple, they have, uh, they do every morning the Abhishek and Puja openly, so you can sit and watch it. So they, they had a big tray, they took all the shalagrams, they had a whole lot of, so many shalagram shilas, put them on a tray and then <coughs> poured them all in a bucket, just like, just like a bunch of stones. Poured them all in the bucket with water and then just poured it out again and like that. And let the water drain off. And that was their Abhishek. Just like, just like you might some children playing with stones. So, it didn't seem to, I mean, we shouldn't judge. Actually, we should be careful in judging devotees, that's true. But at the same time, at least this much you could say, we would have been much more pleased to have seen if they had taken each one individually and carefully given Abhi shake and wiped the cloth nicely and put back carefully rather than just pouring them. It's just some job to be done. So it, it may be that some people are practicing seriously. But if their understanding is wrong, then they're, they're seriously cultivating a wrong understanding. And the result will not be the same. Because wrong understanding means that what, what is opposidant? Opposidant means that we're not doing everything for Krishna's pleasure. Bhakti means to act Rishikena, Rishikesha, Sevanam, Bhakti Ruchite, to do everything for Krishna's pleasure. So if we have any desire to merge into Krishna or enjoy Krishna or enjoy with at Krishna's expense or have Krishna make arrangements for our personal enjoyment, then there's something wrong. 
and even though we may be performing bhakti and, and we may be doing all the sins and, and even very strictly but and we may think that this is bhakti but Srila Rupa Goswami Prabhupada has defined what is the process of bhakti and that if we, should, we can understand that, that it's for Krishna's pleasure everything should be for, without any personal desire it may be also that one is superficially performing bhakti but um, is envious of devotees so then again one's understanding is going to be going to be wrong so correct understanding correct what do we mean by correct what I say is correct no correct means what Krishna th- thinks is correct or even more important what the devotees of Krishna think is correct because d- d- Krishna is the Vishaya he is the subject of love of Krishna of, yeah, he's the subject of Prem. He's the object of love. So the devotees, they, they are, they are the heart of Krishna. Sadhu nang hridayang mahyang sadhu nang hridayang toham anyatena jananti nahang tevyamanagati. Devotees are the heart of Krishna. They are in Krishna's heart, and the, Krishna's heart is his devotees. So they know what is pleasing to him and what isn't. So they they guide. We may not know. We may think this is very pleasing to Krishna. But it may not be. It may be difficult to understand what is pleasing to Krishna. Just like Krishna was Madhya Shoda feeding Krishna. Madhya Shoda, then the milk is boiling over so she puts him down. And Krishna is upset. Why did she put me down? But that is, if she hadn't put him down and had let the milk boil over, then that would have been less bhakti. In this case, Krishna was superficially not pleased. But because the milk also, she has to see that, how the milk is preserved for Krishna. So Krishna superficially is displeased. Madhya Shodra is chasing Krishna with a stick to beat him and Krishna is apparently not pleased but he's most pleased. So exactly what Krishna wants that may be difficult to understand even though even there may be some subtle traces of Mayavad or Sahajiyavad and we find that among Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's personal associates if Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was so many people would come I wrote some poem I, I wrote something about Krishna I want to read it to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu but they they'd have to go to Srub Damada first yeah, and he wouldn't uh, he could detect if there's something wrong maybe not all others could do that there, there's that incident is described there in Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita one poet came from Bengal and he made a he made a drama about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu about Jagannath Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So he read the first verse and all the devotees said, Well, that's very nice. And Sri Damada said, What do you mean by this? And he, so he said that, Well, 
Jagannath is Brahman here in the form of wood and, and he's within the wood and, and he's the same as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and, and Surabhadamada all the devotees so it's very nice Surabhadamada point out you don't have a correct understanding it's influenced by Mayavad he asked what do you mean by this because he said if you, it could be interpreted another way which is acceptable according to Bhaktisiddhanta but most of the other devotees they didn't they didn't catch that point but Surabhadamada did so nothing could be because Bhaktisiddhanta Viruddha Arasabhas Shunile Prabhur Chite Nahoyugash. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was not pleased if he had to hear anything which was against Bhakti Siddhanta, the proper understanding of Bhakti. Bhakti Siddhanta Virudha on Rasa Bhas, a distasteful mixing of Rasas. So, persons who are not expert in understanding Bhakti, then they must make these mistakes because. Unless one's heart is pure, one and heart is pure, and one is very expert in understanding all these things, then mistakes will be there. The tendency will be to mix the jararas, the the mundane understanding of mm, interactions, with the purely spiritual one. So, what is bhakti? That means to satisfy Krishna. But we need to be guided in that. We tend, to, people tend to think, well, bhakti is all feeling. And yes, it's true. Bhakti means feeling, but that feeling—it's not just something vague. It's specific. That's why the—that's there in. That's why the shastras are there to guide us in. Activity to act in such a way that is pleasing to Krishna. Now, again, it's not just the activities, but the mentality that goes with it. But generally, people—they uh, they just think, well, if it—if it feels, ah, it was a wonderful kirtan. I, I saw some photo of devotees in, in all dancing. There was a picture of them all dancing ecstatically in kirtan with all big smiles on their face, all with their backs to the deity. It was published in one. One uh, magazine. So they were ecstatic, but they forgot Krishna, who's supposed they're supposed to be singing for the deities, that he is the purpose. So they were thinking, this is a wonderful kirtan, but the, was it praise of Krishna? Or they have any consciousness of Krishna? They, they might have been enjoying the jumping up and down and the the musical beats and it was all very nice but the other thing is they, had, they weren't thinking of Krishna who was standing right there having nice darshan of their backs they, which is of course offensive so we may see they're, they're at the back of our Krishna Balaram temple guest house in Vrindavan there's an ashram where for many years before that temple was built, the, uh, they'd been doing non-stop kirtan, 24 hours a day for so many years. But what is that? The, the very kirtan, it's been made up by someone as a replacement for the Mahamantra. 
and the saying that the maha mantra shouldn't be chanted loudly which is then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to spread the loud chanting of the maha mantra and they say it shouldn't be chanted loudly therefore we invented another one so how can it be pleasing they may be seriously practicing they'll be in the middle of the night chanting loudly and all, all through the night but so there, all we find there are so many that's that's also you'll find people chanting Sita Ram, Ram Nam, Ram Dhun. And they'll go on chanting and chanting, but then if you ask, if you discuss with them, you'll find their Mayavadis, just like we find this. When Chaitanya when Raghunath Bhatta was coming to from Varanasi to Puri, one Ram Bhakta accompanied him. And he was always chanting the name of Ram, non stop. But then when he reached Puri, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was cold towards him. He didn't, he wasn't, didn't welcome him. Because he understood that actually he's, by chanting Ram, 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 he's wanting to merge into the existence of Ram. He has no actual bhakti. So, bhakti siddhanta, what is it? Siddhanta, balaya, chitte inakara alash, Eha hoite Krishna lage suridamanos. This is also the verse from Srimad Bhagavatam. In this regard, where is that? Tachchada dhana moniyo jnana vairagya yuktaya pasyanti apnichavanam bhakta bhaktya shuta grihitaya. The bhakti is to be understood through the teachings of Shastra. Those who are taking up devotional service, they should be faithful. They should have knowledge, renunciation, and they can see the Supreme Lord within their hearts by the process of bhakti, which is received through the Shastra. Otherwise, what's the Shastra for? <laughs> the the Nyayakas and Mimamsakas, they, they seem to think Shastra is just some, some kind of intellectual thing that you argue over. You establish a position, you break it, and then you bring another one. And it's intellectual fun, but not Shastra's Krishna's communication to us, how we should live, how we should act, how is he to be understood. At the higher levels, Shastra describes Krishna directly. Krishna is so beautiful. But that beauty cannot be appreciated by one who is still trying to enjoy the beauty of this material world. So Shastra guides us to purify our consciousness by the process of devotional service. And then we can appreciate Krishna, which is the perfection of life. 
we have to understand everything very clearly. Those who actually desire to serve Krishna, they will automatically be attracted to understanding Siddhanta properly. And those that don't, they'll be attracted to misunderstandings. Srila Prabhupada has given us his Prabhupada Bhaktivedanta purports, which if we actually read them, then uh, that will be very powerful in purifying the heart. Because Prabhupada is speaking to us through these purports. He's not through these purports. He's not just presenting a philosophical position. But he's speaking to us how we can accept this knowledge within our hearts and apply that in our lives. But even how to read those books, if we read the books with the wrong attitude, even Prabhupada's books, then we won't understand. <laughs> if we read it as something we may read it with the attitude that well I'm you know I'm going to find out all the faults in this and uh, there's some people who do that sorry to say some very some people who are determined to give yamaraj a lot of work to do they are very very sinful people there are people like that and they make a big noise this is wrong this is right i i understood sanskrit better Or if, if we're reading it with the idea that, that okay, we want to be Krishna conscious. Let's let's find out the easiest way. Let's cut the corners. Let's what what's the minimum we have to do to be Krishna? We'll we'll enjoy this world and enjoy the next one also. As long as we're here, let's enjoy ourselves. And then we'll also go to Krishna then. But then uh, you won't go to Krishna. Because if you're thinking in any way of enjoying this material world, then you'll have to come back to enjoy it. So the, the cultivating of the idea, I, I shall enjoy, this is Bhakti Siddhanta Viruta. All endeavors, Krishnarte Akila Cheshta, all endeavors should be for Krishna's enjoyment only. There are a few sutras like this, terse statements, which have, everything is defined. But somehow we miss it or we misinterpret it. Yes, I'm doing everything for Krishna. So it's because I have this strong desire to eat chocolate. And so my mind will be more peaceful than I can chant japa better if I eat two kilos of chocolate before chanting japa. So in my case, you see, time, place and circumstances, it's required. It's important for me. I must do it. It's, it's uh, you know, it would not be, it would be against my duty not to eat two kilos of chocolate because then my mind wouldn't be peaceful, and then I couldn't chant japa properly. So now I can chant japa very nicely because my now my now my mind is peaceful. Oh, and there was something on TV, right? So. Very, very, leading a very busy life and you know, 
don't have time for everything. So what to do? Is I wanted to watch that program on TV. I don't have time. Okay, well, what we'll do, we'll turn on the TV and I'll chant Japra at the same time. That's all. Well, we're watching and my hand is in the bead bag and it's going on. It's going on in my mind. I'm chanting in my mind. So many cheating. But we can't cheat Krishna. <laughs> Krishna knows. So better try to understand clearly, follow properly. It's actually, Krishna is very clear, very simple, very straightforward, very blissful. But we have so many ways to avoid. The, the one way to go to Krishna is very easy. And the ways to avoid, we have to make so many excuses and reinterpretations, this, that. There's no need, actually. I mean, what Prabhupada has given us is so clear and so straightforward. It's actually a lot easier just to follow it. You don't have to make so much mental somersaults and this and that. Any question, comment? Chanting of different mantras, invented mantras. Yeah, right. So not really mantras at all. Jingles, we can call them. Like on the TV, something comes. Yeah, if you stay in Govardhan, you'll see so many funny things. No doubt. It's not as wacko as Bengal, but it's pretty wacko. Yeah. Then? So, uh, there's some people chanting, uh, like almost like old <coughs> Mahamantra, Radisham, Radisham, Radisham. So, is it uh, something telling that's coming from Mumbai? Uh, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Iti, Shorasha Kamnaunam, Tali Kalma Shanashanam. First we should consider what is our eligibility to chant the name of Radha. <laughs> no, our Acharyas have not taught us to chant in this way. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is to chant Mahamantra. Actually the Gorias, they they can they know who is Radha Krishna. <laughs> Others they don't have complete understanding. Modern Nimbaka Sampradaya is just a, an imitation of the Gorya Sampradaya. <laughs> the original Sampradaya is who knows what happened to that. Same as Vishnu Swami Vallabh Sampradaya. Not the same because they have a different upasana and upasya worship method of worship and goal of worship, but it's it's modern. It came up recently after Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So many times you always ask, well, what about this? What about that? You can go ahead. What do you think of this? What do you think of that? There's millions of different varieties of people avoiding Krishna in various ways. So, 
Better we stick to that which Krishna, what Krishna has very kindly sent us, Srila Prabhupada, pure devotee, that we accept as an axiom and also uh, just see how he... Pre- he never, Prabhupada never said, you should follow me because I'm me, like Sai Baba or Ravi Shankar. Or, I don't even think, I don't think they even get that far in philosophy as why they should follow. It's just, it's just all sentiment. But Prabhupada, he, he never said that you should follow me because I'm me, but he said you should follow because we're, we're presenting, as Prabhupada writes in this purport, according to Guru, Sadhu and Shastra. Shastra is there. Just see what understanding is given. Do we find a, a higher theological principle than this anywhere? That everything should be, everything should be for the satisfaction of Krishna. Actually, Lord Jesus is recorded as saying, "Thy will, not mine, be done." When they were going to the, the night before he was to be crucified, he was praying. And then he, he knew this was going to happen. Then he said, he prayed, but thy will, not mine, be done. But the higher principle than that is that we don't have any separate will anyway. Not that, that there's God's desire and my desire, but all right, I submit to God's desire. But the higher principles, we don't have any other desire. Just our desire is non-different from his, whatever he wants of us, that's all. Or even that feeling might be there, but you have to see what is the, what philosophy, Siddhanta, this, is, this covers all areas of understanding, just like in, in mainstream Christianity. The, the, the crux of Christianity is that God came in human form and he died for three days and he absolved us of all his sins. So God died. It's a very, very strange idea. There are some Christians that are considered unorthodox who, who don't believe that Jesus is God. They're, they're better, actually. And they, they just they say he's pointing towards God. So that's actually better. That's more correct. And they don't believe in the Eucharist. There's this idea in, in Catholicism. I don't, know if, I don't think it's there in Protestantism. That they offer the bread... And the wine, and that becomes the body and blood of Jesus, and then you eat it and drink it. It's really bizarre. Eat the body of Jesus, and drink the blood, and they, they people come up to you in in America, and say, "Are you are you bathed in the blood of Jesus?" And bizarre religion. So they may be very sincere and they may be very convinced, but it's from the Gita we can understand this is religion in the mode of ignorance. What is that? Ya dharmam What is that? Tamasavita. To consider religion to, to be Irreligion, irreligion to be religion, that's understanding and the mode of ignorance. So, anything else? Because often our devotees, they see someone who's, oh, they're, they're very good sadhus, they're, they're very austere, 
They only eat once every three days. They're always chanting, but, but what's their understanding? That you have to see. If their understanding is that, for instance, that the, the Maha Mantra shouldn't be chanted loudly, that's actually ending because the, the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave the Maha Mantra to deliver the whole universe and, and, then, and then they invent some new mantra. So, it seems that they're, it might seem that they're great devotees, but actually, they, what, what's their understanding? It's anti-devotional. It seems to be devotional. But then if we understand Siddhanta, then we can see it's against devotion. So when Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasarataka, he was so strong against untruth, or that which is not correct, incorrect understanding. He hated non-truth. He hated pretentiousness. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Please read Srila Prabhupada's books and pray to Srila Prabhupada for the mercy to understand them. Guru Mukha Padmavakya Chitaite Kuriya Aika Anakari Hamaneyasha. This line is very important. What does that mean? Guru Mukha Padmavakya? Who can say? Chitaite Kuriya Aika. Ana Karihamanayasha. What does it mean? The words coming from the first mouth of the spiritual master is actually taken into the heart and there is no desire except except that. Made one with the heart. The word the, the words from the Lord actually is the words from the Lord's mouth of the spiritual master, they're to be made one with the heart. That means nothing else there. Arna Korea and not to 